0: Panther Zone, Impact Media's weekly jump into the world of the Georgia State Panthers football team. I'm your host, Jeremy the Impact York. Welcome into the show. As always, if you would like to contact the show, question, comment, suggestion, uh, if you just want to follow us, subscribe, things like that, you can find us anywhere you get a podcast, whether that is Podcast One, Spotify, iTunes store, any of those fun places. If there is a place that you normally get a podcast that you cannot find us, please let us know. And we will gladly uh, make sure that we can remedy that. If you would like to email the show, 3endzone at gmail.com. That is the number three, followed by E-N-D-Z-O-N-E at gmail.com. We do reply to every message you guys send. Also, if you want to look for us on Facebook, you can find us at GSU Panther Zone, um, Jeremy York Impact Media. Any of that should find us. If you want to just find the show links on Twitter, it is at Team Impact Media. If you want, if you're so inclined, to want to get more than the links and maybe follow my random adventures uh, at the Impact ninety nine on Triller, on TikTok. On Instagram and on Twitter welcome in tons of good stuff to talk about we have a lot of um, a lot to talk about obviously Georgia State uh, went to South Carolina to face the Gamecocks did not end up in our favor 35 to 14 um fourteen of those points were two blocked punts that were returned for touchdowns. Um another six of those points are from a kicker making his debut who had a fifty and fifty-three yard field goal for South Carolina. Uh incredible. If you're gonna make your debut, that is a way to do it. And um, you know, it is what it is at that point. Um We are going to hear from a coach here shortly. That is one thing I told you guys about the show. We're going to have a lot of um, comments and things like that. And uh, in fact, I'm going to queue it up right now that uh, here is Coach Elliott's opening statement at the post-game press conference following the South Carolina game.
1: Yeah, obviously um, a disappointing opening contest. Uh, you know, we as a football team and a coaching staff came in here prepared to win and uh, and to fight and to play extremely hard and uh, and come out on the on the opposite end of what we did. Um, you know, we we've got some areas that were exploited tonight. I think everyone saw that. I think you know when you look at us offensively and defensively, um, yeah, it, it's hard for me to really say. But I, I thought we played toe to toe with it uh, in those two areas. I really did. Uh, Didn't feel like our our team was intimidated uh, in that aspect offensively or defensively. And uh, we went out there and moved the football. We defended pretty well and, uh, and made the stops. And we had opportunities to win that game in those two phases. Ultimately, when you look at uh, what we did there in our special teams, we we started off of course with a, with a a fake field goal and, uh, and gave them the opportunity with a first down right there. That was critical. Uh, We had, not one, but two block punts for touchdowns, which is unacceptable. Uh, a block punt for a touchdown, a block punt in general is just unacceptable. Um, so, so those right there, uh, three plays. I mean, and, and it, was a, it was a culmination of, of, of everything. But, of course, that was uh, probably the difference. It was probably the difference.
0: And now here, of course, is uh, – Coach Elliott on the uh, running backs and their performance for the game.
1: Let me just tell you, Marcus Carroll is a special, talented back. Uh, Jam, special, talented back. Tucker, special, talented back. We got other backs that are really, really good too. Uh, Marcus Carroll is going to be a phenomenal player for us. You know, uh, you know. If you notice, we wear a lot of two-back sets because I think those are the uh, the the personnel groupings that give us the best uh, opportunity to get our best players on the field. Um, But to have Marcus, to have a guy like Jam, have a guy like Tucker, and you're going to see other backs here emerge too. Uh, They're all going to play a huge role. Marcus is a guy that's – I mean, he's as good as anybody. I mean, he is. He he could equally be our starter. Uh, Just like Tuck, just like Jam. shoot, they all could. So uh, I'm thrilled to death for him. He's going to have a great season. He's going to be a big, big – to influence on our offensive system, uh, and I'm very proud of them because when you're back and, uh, you know, you're one of three backs and we only got one football, you know, you, you, it's hard. It's hard. But we've got an unselfish football team, and that's a really good thing.
0: Definitely fantastic to have a three-headed attack with uh, Jam Williams, uh, carol even Granger, you say a four-headed attack, and, uh, and Tucker Craig, of course. Now let's hear from Coach Elliott, as he talks about the GSU pass rush from the game, I
1: was I was pleased with the pass rush. I wasn't pleased with the contain. Um, we have to contain that uh, the the quarterback, and, and he hurt us on some on some out of the pocket throws that we flushed, and we didn't have containment on him, and, and picked up some first downs. So, but I was pleased with how we got after him, and um, you know, like I said, I just like what had of, to have had a little bit more contain in, in our pass rush.
0: This defense has been something they've been able to hang their hats on. And uh, th- this this week it was it was no different in talking about the defense. Um, Blake Carroll had a sack. Flavian White had one. It seemed like uh, McCollum and Dennis shared one. It seemed seven tackles for a loss. And it seemed like they were getting a lot of pressure with the DBs coming off The the edge, it seemed like that was just a a good scheme look. I did ask Coach about that. I don't have that clip. I didn't didn't use that one for the show. But other than that, um, he said it was scheme-related. It was not necessarily something they were going to do every week unless it called for it. But uh, it was definitely good to see a solid pass rush. And they were giving it to South Carolina, definitely giving it to South Carolina. Um, now, let's hear from Coach Elliott on teams going away from uh, the strengths. And the way I, this is a question I asked. I said, with the success of Ant Lane, and we know how good he is, um, is that what helps Quavian White have uh, a good day? Because they're going to go away from Ant Lane, and it's going to um, give more opportunities to Quavian White as they target him.
1: Uh, You know, what? I certainly do. I mean, uh, you know, the stronger the areas that you have, they're going to try to look for other areas, of course. Uh, I think we're pretty strong all the way across the board. That's a a really good thing for us. Uh, We have an opportunity to be really good defensively. I think we are really good defensively. We've got really good defensive coaches.
0: And, you know, that's, that's something for sure, is that if you do something really well, then other teams are going to either go at it or go away from it. A lot of times they go away from it. And uh, Quavian White's a fantastic player. I think him and Atlanta right there uh, with their overall skills and everything. And hey, if, if you're going, if you're targeting one to stay away from the other, I, I think it's it's hard to have to pick one. It's it's a rocker, a hard place, definitely with that. And then speaking of Quavian White, this is what Coach Elliott uh, had to say on his performance on the night.
1: He's a senior, he's a leader for us, and uh, comes, steps up big. Uh, you know, it's just awesome to see. And, I, and there's a lot of positives that we're going to gain from this experience. Uh, you know, I thought the environment out there was was uh, really good, and I thought we handled it. Uh, yeah, some of the things that I saw out there, we got a little chippy at times. And, of course, you know, when you want to play, win, and that happens. But, uh, you know, Kuwait did a marvelous job, and I, we're all going to get better. Uh, just got to regroup.
0: Just definitely, definitely – uh, he had a, a fantastic night. For, uh, for those who don't know, uh, Quavian had a sack. He had two tackles for a loss. He also had two interceptions. He had uh, five total tackles as well. Um, if, if you could say an MVP from the night, it, it definitely had to be uh, Quavian, who who is a spectacular guy. Uh, we did because it was a away game, and because they were trying to uh, get the buses loaded, things like that. We only got the opportunity to talk to Coach Elliott, which was fine. We have no problem with that. Um, he, he's a fantastic uh, guy to talk to, anyway, even in in uh, in a loss. But yeah, this game come down to uh, the pass game was not amazing. The run game was was okay. Uh, We did get 200 total yards between four people, with Jam having 76, 57 for Carroll. Darren had 43, and Tucker Gregg had 24. Uh, They did get one rushing touchdown. It was Granger. He found himself in. But Darren was 7 for 29 for 111 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. That is not good at all. uh, It's not atrocious. It's not wretched. uh, It's just not good these things he can improve on. This is one of the worst passing days I think he has had as a Georgia State Panther, uh, which is the only time I can really speak to it. Uh, it seemed like the only guy he could really find and try to target, including a 44 yard play was uh, Jamari thrash. It just seemed like he, he couldn't, couldn't quite pull the trigger when he needed to and, and get it to the people he needed to there. Um, Now, the the block punts, this is something Coach talked about as well. Both of them come down to a missed assignment. You know, it's it's easy to do. Look, Georgia Tech had a similar night. They gave up 14 points based on block punts as well as they faced Clemson. What happened with them? Blocked assignment. It gets blocked. Now, instead of it getting returned on that, it usually took Clemson a couple more plays afterwards. But kind of weird that Georgia State and Georgia Tech, who are a couple streets apart as far as their actual – schools are lo- located in downtown Atlanta they had very similar nights they both gave up 14 points to block punt related activities um, just missed assignments it's you know blocking left instead of right it's blocking up a set it down it's it's uh, maybe knowing that you could shed one guy to try to catch the other guy or to skip the first guy all to get. It it is you know it's it's all kinds of different things um, it's things you can easily clean up these things I believe they're gonna clean up and uh, we're going to be able to see those things uh, going forward. I said, the defense, once again, uh, somebody in one of the groups on Facebook I'm in, one of the Georgia State ones, um, said, how would you grade the team's performance? And I said, I give them a C. And here's why I give them a C. I give the, um, I give the offense C, I give special teams a D. It it yeah, some problems. Even even the field goal unit was having issues. Maybe um, I mean, first game jitters. I don't know. And I gave the defense a B. And uh, that averages out to a C, of course. But that that's the way I saw it. And it was a lot of good things. Aunt Lane and uh, Vinzi Al were the big tackle monsters on the night. I told you about uh, Carroll, who was a big tackle monster as well, on top of the sack. Uh, Hunter was getting in there. One guy who was, I'm not going to say he was quiet, because he was making plays, he just didn't make the stat sheet a lot, was uh, Jamil Muhammad. And what is fascinating about this guy is that he used to be on the depth chart as a quarterback. He transferred to this school as a quarterback. And uh, they, you know, he was buried on the depth chart. They gave him the opportunity to uh, try a different position. And uh, he has become an outstanding linebacker. And as a former quarterback, he knows a lot of the things he needs to to look out for. Because he's like, well, as a quarterback, here's the, the emphasis of this. So as a defender, here's the things that I need to do in order to counter that. And uh I think it's it's only a matter of time before we see uh Vinzi Al and Blake Carroll and Jamil Muhammad uh, just lighting Terrence Dixon, those guys are just gonna be lighting up uh Gore, all those guys, lighting up the uh, stat sheet. But it's about more of the stat sheet. They're gonna light up the other team. Um, as I said, thirty five to fourteen. It was Uh, Granger to Lewis. A lot of people don't know about Robert Lewis because uh, the sophomore out of Covington, fantastic city. I passed it quite a bit. Uh, Relatively new to being on the field. And uh, he had one catch for 17 yards and the lone touchdown, and then Granger ran for the other. Definitely some things they're going to need to work on this week. I know it's things they are... Uh, trying to work on, but uh, overall, I, I didn't mind. I, I think the offense can pick it up, and you can clean up a couple of the uh, the mental mistakes on special teams. I very much like a lot of uh, even Coach Elliott said. I very much like there wasn't a lot of people out of position. There wasn't a lot of just just colossal, just damaging things that happen. It's just little small things that. Um, that like I said are easy to clean up. They did lose, but I, I think if they played that game again, it would not only be a lot closer. There's potential. They were leading, I mean they were they were ahead for a good while. They or they were staying with them. They were this game didn't get out of hand until uh, the second block punt, basically, and then that's when things just started to go off the rails. But I feel good about where Georgia State is. They do have the game, the uh, the home opener against North Carolina this weekend. Uh, noon kickoff on ESPNU. North Carolina is only favored by seven points. But uh, this this should be a fun one. And we will talk more about it when we come back from a break where we are going to tell you about our good friends at betonline.net. Hi, this is Jeremy the Impact York from Strong Style, Board Check, and That Sports Show. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season. Find all the latest football league developments, game matchups, news, including this year's opening games. BetOnline is also your continued source for all your sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events Including MLB, MMA, boxing, and golf. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. Head to the website today, or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. Bet Online, where the game starts. And welcome back to GSU Panther Zone. I'm Jeremy, the Impact York. Make sure to go visit our friends at BetOnline.net. They not only just have the the odds and wagering opportunities available, they also have articles and podcasts and experts and all kinds of um, all kinds of tools and, and skill related work that they've already put in that uh, they save you the time. So definitely go check out BetOnline.net. They are they are fantastic. We enjoy talking about them. Now, on the other side of the break, I told you that uh, North Carolina is the game coming up this weekend. Uh, That Georgia State is is hosting. This is the first time they are hosting a Power 5 school at home. A lot of times they're home at home, so this is the first time that they get a Power 5 school in North Carolina. North Carolina comes in at 2, and uh, here's what they've done. They... We'll get into the thriller last week, which which could bode well for for the Panthers this week. Uh, they faced FAMU, which is uh, Florida A&M, in Week Zero, where they won fifty six to twenty four. I believe they're an FCS school. It could be wrong. Uh, Scored fifty six points, not a bad thing. Giving up twenty four. Okay, tells me a little bit about your defense. Last week, they also picked up the victory in a absolute um, thriller where they scored 63 points, and Appalachian State almost pulled off the upset. They scored 61. I believe the uh, they went for two in the end and did not make it. Um, once again, very good that you score 63 points. Not very good that you're giving up 61, which could help the Panthers. If they get the pass game going a little bit and they get that run just really pounding it and controlling the clock and controlling the game pace, well, it may be hard for North Carolina to do because if your offense is not on the field, a lot of times it's pretty hard to score. The defense could, but it's harder to score. Uh, I think... Our defense can do a lot to stymie the things that Drake May and others are going to try to do. Here's some things about Drake May so far in two games. He has thrown for 646 yards. He has thrown for nine touchdowns, and he has thrown a whopping zero interceptions. He is—he's uh, a freshman, by the way. He is a freshman. He has also rushed for—he uh, rushed for 131 yards last week. So he's not afraid to uh, take off. Other runners we need to watch out for. You've got Amari and Hampton, who had 22 carries for 118 yards and three scores last week. He's a guy we got to keep. We got to keep Amari on in front of us. Also, Caleb Hood, the sophomore, he had 10 carries for 98 yards and. They also have a three-headed attack because George Pettaway, the freshman of Suffolk, Virginia, had ten carries for 85 yards and two touchdowns. They had six on the ground. Now, I do not think Georgia State's defense is going to allow even even more than two rushing touchdowns, unless it's just you know bad field position or something. But uh, I feel real good about our defensive chances of of shutting down and stopping a lot of the rushing attack. Now, on the receiving end, they had two different receivers in Nesbitt and J.J. Jones, who had seven catches for 100 yards. Nesbitt had two touchdowns. It was one for Jones. Uh, Paysor had nine catches for 99 yards. Downs had nine catches for 78 yards. Uh, Paysor had one touchdown and two for Downs. Blackwell, Morales, and D.J. Jones... I wonder if he's related to JJ Zones. That would be interesting. Uh, they all had uh, a touchdown catch as well, along with uh, 50 yards or better and a handful of catches. They are not afraid to spread it out. They are not afraid to find the open guy. That is where the Quavian Whites and the Ant Lanes are going to thrive. So we're going we're gonna to shut down the run. We're going to encourage you. To try to pass on us and see what you can do from there, and uh, I think that's very much something we're going to try to do. Uh, their tackle monsters are the linebackers, Eccles and Gray. Uh, Biggers does a pretty good job as well, and so does Kelly. And their back, uh, the defensive backs, uh, Eccles also had a sack. Taylor and Rucker. Adam as well, along with Ritzy. So their defense is pretty good. They are a swarm-style defense. They very much, one, slows you down or tries to tackle you, and the rest of them converge, and they try to make it more of a team effort, Uh, something Georgia State does pretty good as well. This is going to be an interesting matchup. Right now, according to ESPN, it's about 75-25 is the way people are picking that UNC is going to win, but they're only favored by seven. Georgia State can very much win this game. How can they win this game? Well, here's my keys to victory. Establish the run early and really control the clock and the momentum of this game. Control the pace. Number two, let's eliminate the mental mistakes. Uh, Especially, let's not have a punt blocked. That's that's something there. Let's not have a punt blocked this time around. Okay? Because... Michael Hayes is doing the punting, he is doing the place kicking, and he is doing kickoffs. And that is a lot to ask of anybody. Even in the NFL, they split up where you usually only have two of those. That's a lot to ask. I'm not saying he can't do it. But if he's already worrying about two other aspects of the game, let's try to make punting, which is what his he was originally scheduled to do, just do, just punt. Let's try to to make sure that is a strong point the way it used to be because he's an exceptional punter. Let's take some pressure off of him. And then number three, let's get Darren comfortable in the pocket. Let's give him some uh, small screen passes, some small slants to get his confidence, to, to remind him that he's a great quarterback, and then let's take some shots down the field because I think the run game and some of those short slants are going to open up those opportunities. So establish the run, eliminate mental mistakes, sidebar of that one, let's not have a punt blocked. And third, let's get Darren comfortable and remind him that he's a great quarterback and uh, that he can make those throws. So uh, once he gets comfortable, he'll be firing down to uh, Jabari Thrash and others. Uh, once again, 12 noon kickoff, ESPN. You, if you are so inclined, you should because not only are the ticket's affordable, it's one of the best tickets in town. Come see this game. This game is going to be at Center Park Stadium, it's the old Turner Field. You guys know where it is. Parking is is really easy. All the parking lots and areas are right next to the stadium, same way it was with the Braves. Come down early, tailgate, have fun, and uh, if you run into me in there, hey, by all means, stop. We'll take a selfie. It works this way at any event. We'll take a selfie. You post it on social media. You tag us in it. And uh, we'll send you some swag. But there's my keys to victory. This has been Georgia State Panther Zone. Uh, I really look forward to this game. It's so great to be back. Uh, I look forward to uh, to Georgia State as one of the longest and uh, more fun things that I cover. Uh, and it's, it's just that time. It's, it's time for football guys. And the home opener is here. Hope to see you guys all there. This has been GSU Panthers zone. I'm Jeremy, the impact York. We will see you guys next week. Go Panthers.